Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are well. I'm recording this a little bit earlier than when I usually would, just simply because on the day that this goes live, I will be travelling to Dubai for a little bit of a family holiday, which I'm very much looking forward to, uh, getting a little bit of sun, um, soaking up the rays, because where I stay in the UK, uh, it's freezing <laughs> the majority of the year. But whilst I'm away, I will still be working and doing client check-ins, mainly because I across the year always have someone on prep you know from January all the way to December there's always someone at some point across the year on prep and it's really pivotal that we are assessing and checking frequently and making changes as and when we need to opposed to leaving it too late getting behind and so on and so forth plus I don't know you you know you've probably heard me say this before like I don't really see what I do as a job right or as work I just think it's fucking awesome so for me I don't necessarily need a break from my work I'll still do check-ins whilst I'm away but it's just the the change in environment, the change of scenery, you know, getting um, out of the UK, getting some sun, getting someone to make your meals for you for a week, make your bed, blah, blah, blah. Like that for me is the thing that, that, that gets me a kind of quote unquote break and a, a refresh opposed to actually having a break from work. So I'll uh, soak up the rays, still, still watch clients, you know, absolutely smash prep and whatnot um, and be back to it before you know it. But Moving on to the subject of today's podcast is should you get judges feedback or or not? So judges feedback is something that is it's not new by any means to the industry. It's been something that's been around for a while. I think the process to it has changed. So when you think back to like PCA, God, 2017, 2018, if you wanted feedback, what you would usually do is you'd hang around until the very end of the show Um you would then wait and go speak to the judges. They would give you feedback there and then on what they think you need to do to um, improve your placing, to come back and fit the criteria better, etc., etc. Then as the years went on, that has kind of somewhat changed, I guess, to save judges a bit more time, is that for like a PCA Federation, that feedback that is given is um, it's given freely and to every competitor and it's emailed across to the athlete um, usually once they've comp- after they've competed let's say perhaps within, within a day or two it's actually really, really quick maybe let's say two or three days other federations you may um, have to pay for feedback you know, like UKUP maybe even NFM UK uh, it'll be sometimes like £10 £10 great British pounds um, to get feedback and this podcast today is really to discuss on whether you should or shouldn't, the pros and cons um, of that, etc, etc. I think this is a discussion that you could have with someone in five minutes and then also someone you could have a discussion within 50 minutes really on um, on uh, whether they should get it or not. And I think for me, like the first thing that I would say is before you go looking for feedback, I think you have to understand how judges' scorecards work and understand like what that'll do is give you more of an understanding of the criteria. So if you don't know how a bodybuilding show is judging, you'd be amazed at how many people um, I go to shows that, that don't know, even coaches that are putting their athletes on stage. Um, if you don't know that and you don't know the criteria, there's no need for you to get feedback. There's no need for you to look at your feedback. Get clued up on exactly what the judges are looking to see. Because if you know the criteria inside out, you don't need feedback. You go into that and you know, right, I know my, my glutes are a bit underdeveloped. 
right, I know that my quads need to be a bit bigger. So you understand the criteria, then you understand how judges score, it then becomes much easier to accept um, uh, perhaps uh, tough placing. When I say tough, that could be like second or third. But if you don't know the criteria, you don't understand the judge, you don't understand how judges' scorecards work, you then are like, this is what people do, they're like, oh, the judges got it wrong, bro, I'm going to wait their feedback. Then they give you feedback and you go, right, the, the, the main reason I didn't, um, you know, win or get this place or whatever was because I needed to be tighter or this or the next thing. But I go, well, maybe they've given you that, but maybe actually there was other people on, on the day that suited um, the criteria just a little bit better than you did. So let's talk about how feedback usually works. So PCA, they will email you out within a couple of days after. Brilliant, fantastic. Other federations might take, uh, once you've paid for it, might take a week or two to get back to you. Then there's other federations such as like Two Bros um, that will give you feedback but will only ask for a picture of, like high quality picture that you've bought from their photographer, um, front uh, front and front and back, back pose. And that's all they look at. You know, you could pick holes in that and say, well, realistically you should be given feedback um, based on, on the lineup, not just as an individual. But I'm going to counteract that and say I think that sometimes it's better to just get that individual feedback because this is going to bring me to like one of the main points of the, um, the episode is that the feedback that you receive from the judges, wh- whenever that may be, on the day, the day after, a few days after, the week after, often you will be you'll be given feedback based upon the lineup that you were in, right? And hopefully you've listened to other podcast episodes by now, you can understand that sometimes what the judges favour on that day might be different than what they favour from the next week. So let's say, for example, it's uh, the tone figure category and the, the judges on the day, um, you know, bear in mind the criteria is a guideline, they, they they decide to go for a little bit of a sharper look because the majority of athletes on stage that were a little bit sharper, they just suited the criteria better, they were nice and round, nice and full, but they, the majority of them were sharp, so they awarded conditioning, right? The week after, maybe um, the lineup wasn't as sharp, maybe it was a bit softer, and girls were a bit bigger, more bubblier, more rounder. So then that lineup's a bit different in regards to placings one to three, one week versus the week before. So let's say, for example, you were a bit rounder, a bit bubblier on the softer side, and you went in that first week where the judges were, um, you know, awarding more of a tighter look in that tone figure category. The feedback you'll receive is you need to be tired, right? So you then kind of go, right, well, if you were to solely take your um, that feedback and that dictate the rest of your season, then, you know, if you compete the week before, let's say that puts you off competing the week, the week, the week after, when the week after you actually would have probably, you know, maybe you would have won in that lineup because girls were a little bit softer. So do you understand why it's not always perhaps great to get the feedback on on that one time you're on stage. I think it, of course it's beneficial if you are um, if you are someone that is a coach and you're up and coming and you want to know more, you don't know enough, and you you know it helps. Then absolutely get that feedback for sure. If you're prepping yourself, 
yeah, hundred percent get that feedback. Um, but if you're a seasoned competitor, a seasoned coach, I don't think there's a need to be getting it or paying for it. Of course, if it just comes through in your email for free, that's um, that's absolutely fine. It's no problem whatsoever. But I do think that when it all boils down to it, the best feedback that you'll get is from your coach. And your coach should be there on the day, right? And if I'm there on the day and I see a lineup and what I just described, I can tell my athlete, look, you're bang on the criteria, but they just went for a bit of a sharper look today. I think that we can present a similar look for you know next week and it'd be fine. Now, for the, going into that first show with an athlete, I'll have them bang on the criteria of where I think they should, that should be. Remember, the criteria is always a guideline, right? And again, we've spoken about this in previous episodes. You do like a, a regional in the UK that's in September, October, a slightly different look is rewarded than the regionals that have come before that. Again, that just comes from experience, going to the mill, doing it, doing it time and time again. So again, how you prep your athlete will be dependent upon that plus a number of factors. So let's say you say to someone, look, it was just who showed up on the day, let's keep going. The next week... You, you go you go in, again, that similar scenario, you're a bit rounder, a bit bubblier. Maybe that's just what you suit better for your physique. And you win, right? Or you come second. And then the feedback that you get for that show is not about getting tighter, right? Maybe that feedback's just, this was good, this was good, we would appreciate seeing more mass here and here. And you go, whoa, that's two different, two different feedbacks. And it could be the same federation, right? From different weeks against different lineups. So, coming back to my main point, is that, do I think you should get judges' feedback or not? Personally, for me now, with my athletes at the level I'm at, I just say, no, we don't need it. Right, I had one client the other day message me, he's like, oh, I can't wait to compete and then get the judges' feedback to see how we can come up better. And I was like, we don't need the judges' feedback. He's like, what do you mean? I says, well, you know, getting better, in this scenario was was a competitor. Uh, I said you just need to be bigger, you know, to go from regionals, take a step up to then British or PC Universe or whatever. The guys just get bigger and they get a little bit leaner each time. Right? You don't need a judge to tell you that, right? However, it could be it can be a really valuable tool um, if you're up and coming. And I'm going to give you an example of why I think it's a valuable tool in that sense, right? Let's go back to 2022. Um, we had Jade doing um, pro quali in Lille. Now, two weeks before that in the UK, uh, she did a regional. It was probably like the leanest there, but in my opinion was like bang on what they look for in a pro quali. Um, didn't do that great in the regional in the UK. Um, the feedback she got <laughs> was, was totally wank. They didn't mention anything about her being too lean. But you could see on stage um, that she probably was. You know, um, versus the other girls, it, she stood out, was way, way tighter than them, so they awarded the average, right? So again, that scenario, if she showed up in the regional and they were all tight, tighter, she probably would have done better. But hey-ho, anyway, she competes in Lille, and then she gets a bit of feedback, and the feedback for them at then was, oh, um, we saw uh, some visible sort of striations in the vascularity in your delts, and we didn't like that. Right, in that pro quality she came third. She was actually in second place before they moved her um, 
from third, from second to third, uh, before they then did the presentation. And at the time, like when so she screenshotted it and sent me it, I was like, whoa! Like at the time, I didn't know that because I didn't really, I guess, and you know, ho- hold my hands up. I didn't know the international um, bikini as well as I do now. Uh, the criteria, but even the criteria in the UK, like they don't want to see that in the UK either. You've heard me speak about this before. But we saw that and I was like, man, okay, that's eye-opening. That changes um, what we do next time around. You know, and she goes again this year. So, you know, this time around, what will we do? We're going to make sure. After that, what did we do? We stopped, She stopped pumping our delts up prior to going on stage. Um, so, and it led to a better look, one that was more suited towards the criteria. So you then go, well, that Vaughn, that was a scenario by which you got feedback. You implemented something and it got better. Exactly, and I think that's where, at the time, I was up and coming, and, I, and I'm and by the way, I'm still up and coming. I, you know, I've not made it or anything by any means, but I was still learning the process, um, the different criteria for different federations internationally, um, domestically, and whatnot in the UK too, and uh, it's something that I'll, you know, I took and still remains in my head today, and still what I preach and helps me prep athletes for that um, given class so that's one example of where I do feel it's um, it's super beneficial there's been, a, there's been other instances where like um, it has, you know, I, I mentioned there briefly that it was totally um, the, the, you know, the feedback she got in a regional was totally wank like, it, that really was um, I think that there was a perhaps a little bit of a language barrier with um, the feedback she got from uh, the judge she was speaking to in, in the federation I was I was um, on about prior to competing abroad. And just, just like, we're giving her shit feedback on, like, oh, I think your arms are a bit too skinny and blah, blah. And I'm like, that's nothing to do with the, 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 the bikini criteria. So in that instance, I was like, right, that feedback's wrong or it's kind of wank or there's no, um, it's not what we're, like, kind of looking to hear. So I didn't take that into consideration let, like forgot about that, but then we got amazing feedback a few weeks after that. And there's been other occasions where I've had, like, say, men's physique athletes compete one week um, in a, let's say, like a PCA Saxon and then a PCA Scotland, and then have a little bit different feedback from each show when the look was quite similar. You know, one week being told, right, well, that um, you know conditioning was was on point, and then the next week being told, actually, you're a bit too soft. But that there, great example of different lineups. You know, I was there, I could see that line up the second week, the guys were just way sharper, way, way sharper. So, yeah, that I think that feedback was actually correct. You know, a lot of people would say, oh, but that's, you know, like, no, that's wank, that's that's not great. Um, I personally think that it was it was spot on. If you're, if you're not from the UK and you, you hear me saying the word, oh, that was one, what I'm referring to, I mean, like, that was rubbish, that wasn't great, that was crap. Um, but, you know, being there and then understanding, like, right, they're giving them feedback based upon the lineup that was in front of them, I think it was it was spot on. Where, um, where I think it is valuable is if you are an individual athlete and you're speaking to one judge, an experienced judge who knows exactly what they're on about and you just send them a photo of you and they give you feedback on how to be a better athlete, not necessarily feedback on what you need to do to place better 
in that lineup on that given day, but just give you a general like, hey, you know, I would appreciate seeing a little bit more conditioning in the glutes and hamstrings, um, or a bit more of a um, you know cap on the delt, a bit more muscularity, like sweeping the quads or whatever it may be. And then I think if you do that, you'll do you'll you know you'll improve your placings or do better in this class in the future. I think that's really valuable rather than because you know bodybuilding is um, subjective and criteria and boundaries are, are pushed on any given day but when we know like right well this is just individual feedback on what you're like as an athlete that's truly truly valuable but again if i think you're working with an experienced coach that they can give you that as well and i'll say to people that are competing you know we'll, we'll sit down the start of the season we'll set goals and what i'll say is i'll say where like and i'll say this to all athletes i'll say where you could potentially get beat is by someone that's a bit bigger or perhaps someone that has, you know, wider set clavicles and a higher Latin surgeon, blah, blah. Like I said, this is where you could potentially be beat, but we don't know who's going to show up. Then the season goes on. And then after the season, we sit down and we assess how did the season, how did, how did the shows go? What were the lineups like that we um, met against and what do we need to do to get better? Because we can always, we can always do better, right? There's always room for improvement. But there's also climbing the ranks as well. So it's like, okay, well, you know what? The season went really well. Um, we smashed some regionals. We won some things. But what's the next step? The next step up's, um, you know, British finals or uh, a pro quality or PC universe or whatever. Okay, well, that big step up will now then require a bit more size here, a bit more size there, etc., etc. So this is what we need to do to be a better athlete to then get you to that standard. You're thinking, but Vaughn... There's so many classes um, and so many different federations that maybe prefer a different way of look. How how do you know what they want? It's just you just go go to shows, right? You have within the UK here, you have shows every every single weekend from you know the end of March up until mid November, and some federations will put on thirty shows across the year. If you want to know what the judges want or what they're looking for, go 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 to half of them. Hell, even go to like four or five of them, the same federation. You'll know very quickly. It's never a case of oh, um, you know, I saw this result from this federation. They really want a tight look. So then you become you make your athlete tight, and then they go on stage and they don't do well, and you go fucking hell, that was shit. That was bollocks. I don't even know what they want. But then, that was me in the past, right? And I used to say that because, again, like now, I didn't know that, okay, well, the criteria boundaries can be pushed. Certain federations want different looks, but also certain lineups from week to week, week to weeks, will vary on what the judges want to see and what they will award. But at the time, I didn't know that. You just sometimes, as an up-and-coming coach, when you're learning, you're inexperienced. You just think, "Oh, it must be this. It must be that." And I think that as time goes on, the more you understand this game, the more you understand criteria. Just the more athletes you work with, the more shows you attend, the more ju- uh, you know judging that you see. I just think that the more you just get it, and it's very, very easy now to like for me to sit in the crowd and to pick. To pick, like, say, the top five out of a lineup and be right ninety nine percent of the time, and then if I'm ever wrong, I go off. Oh, right, well, that's why I'm not a judge. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
but it's not a case of being wrong. It's a case of, well, that, that result that I perhaps thought in my head could have been awarded on any other given day, but it's just that how the judges' scorecards work is that how it was awarded on that day, how it worked out, was just that, okay, maybe I thought someone that was going to come second actually won, or someone that was going to win came second, or whatever it may be. Again, that could have been the difference of a, a point, you know, one point in it or so. You just don't know. But coming back to... um you know, as a as a kind of summary of of this episode. Should you get judges' feedback? I'm gonna say yes if you are um, prepping yourself or uh, perhaps an inexperienced coach. But what I would encourage you not to do is do not take that as the be all end all on what you do for the rest of your season. So let's take for example some bikini girls that do like IFBB, that don't have the muscle mass in their sort of glutes and hamstrings to get their glute hamstring tie. They maybe then receive feedback where the judges say, actually, we would appreciate a bit more muscle tone and you know, seeing your glute and hamstring is visible. Well, the word muscle tone means that they need more muscle, right? But a lot of times people will see that, okay, I need more condition, then they pull, they pull down, but because they don't have the tissue there, they just end up looking stringy. And they go on stage, Albeit they're a little bit leaner, but they look stringer, they look worse, and they don't do as well. And then it can often give them a really like a really bad experience of bodybuilding. And they can resent that. So I've I've had this conversation with some people, even now, like they're ten weeks out, and I've said to a couple of peers, I'm like, I can't get you all the way in. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, if I get you all the way in, you look stringy and you won't have nice round full glutes like we need you to have. And like, alright, okay. So I'm giving them that feedback now, so then they don't come at me with that what I just said, you know, a minute ago there. Base the feedback on what you got, what you get, take it on board, but always remember, how do you actually look for you? You might not have the tissue to get a little bit leaner. You might look better when you're that little bit razor sharp. Some people look a little bit better when they're a little bit, little bit more bubbly, and they're not quite razor sharp. You know, some guys, some bodybuilders, they get their glutes in, they lose a pop everywhere, um, and they actually look a little bit better, a touch softer, um, and that's where, I've done this before about the body loan criteria, um, that's where, again, it's it's individual to how how you look is best to how you look, and you're going to have to figure that out. But understand that how does that look in a lineup versus everybody else, right? You might look better, a touch softer, but you know going into like a British finals, everyone will be sharper. Okay, well, maybe you need to get a little bit sharper for that. And okay, maybe that means that it takes away a little bit of pop or fullness, but if you don't get sharper, you just don't even get a look because everybody's that little bit sharper. You know, it all comes back to being like having just an understanding of different federations, but also within those federations, what look is awarded perhaps at different times of year. The closer you get to the British finals, People going to be a little bit sharper. The caliber athlete's going to be a little bit higher, etc., etc. But always remember that in bodybuilding, it just it completely depends on who shows up on the day. Simple as that. We could sit here and talk about X, Y, and Z, and what you need to be and how you need to look. End of the day, it's about who shows up on any given day and the athletes are beside you on stage. So I hope that does help. Um, it probably does help. At the same time, it probably confuses you as well. If you have any questions about, you know, say. Hey Vaughn, I had a score of this and I wasn't sure. Of course I can give you my opinion, but I wasn't there, right? I'm not someone 
who will look at an Instagram picture and be like, oh, I think that person should have came third. I think that person should have won. Like, I see that all the time and it, it grinds my gears because I'm just like, you weren't there, right? you got to be there and you got to see the transitions. you got to see how people flow against each other in person to understand why judges placed where they did. As a coach, if you're on the other end of WhatsApp and you're not at the show, you can't be raging that your athlete got given in a certain place or understand understand it if you weren't there. If you were there, you'll probably get it. Like, I've been at shows last year, the year before, the year before, where there's been a tough loss and I've went backstage and I've said to my athlete, I'm like, that was fair. And there's been other times where I've not been there, I've been at home and I've just not understood why. And it's just like, it's taken me a while to try and... Um, you know, digest it and whatnot. Whereas when I'm there, I get it. I understand. I give feedback. I learn. I get better. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I'm, I'm going to be at, um, you know, something like 36 shows this year. But listen, guys, I hope that helps wherever you're in the world. Remember and give it the big beans, the whole beans, and nothing but the fucking beans. <laughs>